0: Welcome back to another episode. Uh, Last we left off, we were talking about the phone ringing and the call that I received that day. You know, sometimes when I think about the call and I think about the way I heard the news, I'm almost taken instantly right back to that moment, to the feelings I felt to what I heard. The call when it came through, I felt so many different emotions all in that little space of time. I was shocked. I was hurt. I was angry. I was anxious. I was nervous. I was scared. I felt every emotion that I could think possible in the space of about five minutes, I went from happy and excited to almost feeling like a lost, scared little boy that didn't know what to do. So what am I talking about? So the call comes through, a call that I should have received from my mother, or maybe my brother, or my pastor, or an uncle, or... Or somebody I guess somebody that I was uh, that that would have known there's a way in which you share news the way well I, I don't know I don't know if there's a way to share the news that we got but it's certainly better than the way that it was shared to me so I'm sitting there and build a bear see if I can try to paint a picture for you I'm sitting there and build a bear and I'm holding my daughter's hand and we're naming her Pony. She had gotten a, a little My Little Pony. And she would picked out the most expensive items you can get. It had a clothes and a cape. And I think she got uh, those skates and shoes. Well, shoes to fit in the skates. So every accessory possible she got, she was so happy, so excited. And we're there at the keyboard station, and we're naming it, and we're getting it registered. And I'm happy. She's happy. I'm looking at her. I'm like, man, my baby girl's four years old. I can't believe it. She's growing up so fast. And uh, so going from that, setting that stage of being there in the middle of Build-A-Bear where you've got, you know, so many, uh, a lot of happiness, a lot of laughter, a lot of excitement. And I remember my uh, brother, Stephen and uh, my sister-in-law, Sasha, were there, and my, of course my wife, and my kids, and so we were all there and build a bear kind of sharing in this moment. My phone rings, and uh, this was after I had some texts going back and forth between my other brother and his wife. And, you know, we're texting like, hey, how are things going? You know, still trying to keep in the loop and find out, you know, is mom and dad okay? Or they're done with their fight? Is everything good? Um, And I remember you know, that moment, kind of sitting in there, and this is in North Star Mall, so you have the noise of the crowd, of people walking by, and everybody just in their own little world doing their own thing, which is which is life. And I pick up the phone as it rings, and I put it to my ear, and I'll never forget the words. The words were, your dad is dead in his house, you might want to come over here. What do you say to that? What do you say back when a voice comes on the phone that you rarely ever talk to and they tell you so blankly with with no I mean I don't know. I don't know what I would what I was looking for, I don't know what what I expected, but I know that I didn't expect to hear, Hey, your dad's dead inside of his house laying on the floor somewhere yeah, you, know, you might want to. You might want to get here. Like, I, I just, I don't know. I. So, I, I get this message, and I just, I proceed. And I, and for sake of, not getting into it, I'm not trying to bash any person. So I will, refrain from saying who the person was that made the call. I'll just leave that, out of the story. Um, but it, it was a family member. Just, I'll you know, we'll just leave it at that. Um, but just the way the news was broke to me I mean and and of course when you hear it that way I was like and the person that it came from was not always a a source that I would 100% say that's accurate I thought maybe maybe that's uh, maybe that's what she thinks or maybe that's what this person is is understanding and so maybe that's maybe it's secondhand information so all the things are playing in my head and so I hang up the phone and and I know well I you know, I I need to get there. I realize this. Um, so now, the thoughts are processing. I'm I'm the uh, oldest of three, um, so my two brothers are younger than me. And so my first thoughts start going to, okay, um, what do I tell my brother? He's standing right next to me. He can tell by the look in my eyes and by my face that the news isn't good. Um, so I kind of go over to him and I kind of let him know, Hey, you know, I, I don't know for sure that this is true, but so-and-so called me and told me, you know, the news that there's news about dad. And I don't know if it's true, but I do think, I do think that we need to, uh, I do think that we need to, we need to go. And so, I apologize. A lot of pausing here because I'm just just remembering this stuff as I'm telling it, and and, uh, and it's just the, the feelings. Uh, so, so I tell him. Now, rewinding back, I. Uh, <laughs> my vehicle my truck had just got put in the shop the day before so I'm in a rental vehicle and we have the kids and so the thoughts are well what do we do now and I I don't want to take my kids to the situation and I don't I'm not sure I'm not sure what to do and luckily thank God you know my sister-in-law was there and you know she told me hey you know just uh, just leave the kids with with us and so then I was you know Ashley and so uh, my wife and, and my sister-in-law Sasha took the kids and of course they wanted to be with us but they knew that they you know so Sasha was like hey my parents are available and I'm sure you know they love the kids they wouldn't mind and so uh, thank God you know um, that uh, you know Miss Janet was able to uh, to step in and they were able to take care of the kids and watch them for us as, so we could go deal with this situation at the time and so our kids go, and they had a, they had a wonderful evening, and they were, they were off in their own little world. They had no idea of the events that had transpired this day. We had somehow managed to get the kids over there, and for my daughter just to think that this was a, this was a continuation of the birthday experience, and um, so I, I think the Lord that He worked that out so that she didn't have to be, uh, she didn't have to be in a situation where she felt like her birthday was ruined, or she had to be sad and so um her and my son were able to go and and spend time with uh, miss janet with mr bill and uh, they had a had a great time that night Um, so kind of adding up back to where where we're at uh, steve and i we walk through the mall and we don't really say a word to each other we kind of shuffle our way through the crowd of people make our way out of Build-A-Bear and through the corridor and and I'm looking for this vehicle that I don't recognize I'm looking for my truck really only to realize oh wait no 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 I got a rental and then my brother says no let's take my car I'll, I'll drive um, so at least he had the presence of mind to to say that and I, I, I think that what ended up happening was he said we'll take my car and then me as the older brother uh, I believe I was like no 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 I'll drive which, looking back, I wished I hadn't made that decision, but you never know, you know, whether the decisions you're making are the right ones or not, but I decided to drive my brother's car. I felt like, older brother, I'm going to take care of my younger brother. I'm going to make sure, you know, maybe, maybe he's, he's not in the right mind. I got this. <laughs> I didn't have nothing. But I, I thought I did. So we drive, we get in the vehicle and we start heading out and my parents had bought a new home. Um, they had just bought this house, so I had never even seen it and I was told um, after making several calls after the initial one uh, that my mother was uh, distraught, but she was at uh, she was at the park in the neighborhood which they lived in and they told me where the neighborhood was and my brother uh, my brother Jared and his wife Amanda were there already with my mom and um and they just wouldn't give me anything over the phone you know when i talked to my brother or not my brother it's actually my sister-in-law i finally got a hold of her and talked to her on the phone and you know she did kind of the thing that you would expect you know she said i just i think you just need to get here and i said i need to know if this news is true and she i could tell she didn't want to really share she was very hesitant um she just said i um there's truth to things but you just you just need to get here uh, so we got off the phone and so then I you know kind of become a little distraught as I'm driving but trying to hide this from my brother I guess trying to hide it from myself and so I I, I drive as quickly as I can um, and we get to the other side of town where where uh, where they lived and I'm driving through the neighborhood and again I've never been here before so I don't know which house they live in I don't know where the park is and I don't think the neighborhood is really all that big but this seemed like Dallas and Fort Worth interchange between two cities when I was going through it it seemed like the biggest neighborhood I had ever driven through like the streets were longer than any street possible I I just couldn't get through the streets and I I'm trying to find where this place is and I'm thinking how many streets are there and how many entrances are there to this neighborhood and this is crazy and and really it was just the frame of mind that I was in. You know, whoever expects that their their parent that is in good health, that is in good shape, that is uh has a good clean bill of health, has always taken care of themselves, and down to the fact of no cavities, hardly any health issues. You don't expect you're going to get the news that in an instant they're gone. You don't ever expect to get the call that they're laying dead in their house. You just don't expect this. And so my mind, uh, forgive me, but this is the case. It was just, it was, it was a mess so much so that when we get in the neighborhood, I'm driving down a street and I see police cars. Now rational thinking would tell you that's the house. Don't go near there. That you don't. If it's what they say is true, you probably don't. You probably don't want to go near that house. Well, I pull up and I pull to the side and I can hear my brother Steven saying, "What are you doing? Don't stop. Keep going. Why are you stopping? Why? What are you doing?" And I put it in park and I unlatch my seatbelt and I find myself before I could even realize what was going on i'm running into the yard through police barricade through police lines and uh i would like to make the sound crazy over dramatic like i ran through and a policeman tackled me and we rolled in the ground and i yelled and screamed and but that's not real life but i did make it through the barricade before a police officer kind of yelled at me to stop and kind of ran in front of me and know, kind of asked me who i was and i told him that that It was my dad, That was my dad's house, and uh, he told me, okay, okay, um, you know, we need you to come with me, and uh, that was right before I turned and looked towards the porch, and I saw my father laying there, I saw his body, and I saw him, and I knew that the news that I had been told on the phone was 100% true. And I can't even begin to describe for for protection for the rest of my family and uh, others, I will leave that in my own mind. Um, I, will, I will carry that burden, but it's just not the way you would ever wanna see someone you love and care about. And so that's something that I will never be able to unsee. Even after I saw it, my mind was still telling me, That what I was seeing was not real, and that it wasn't true, and that something else was going to happen. And and uh, so I go back to the car, I get in, and my brother Steve's telling me, "Why did you stop? Why did you stop here? Why did you stop here?" And he's just kind of saying it over and over. And I'm telling him, "I don't know. I don't know. I I know I shouldn't have." We drive forward a little more. We take a left, and we're at the park we were so close so close to me missing that and I wished I wished I had I I wished I took a different street but these are the things that happen you things happen and there's all the what ifs there's all the I wish I wish I wish I wish <clears throat> but we get to uh, we get down the street we get to the park and this is a moment when a lot of a lot of things transpired a lot of a lot of questions a lot of what happened a lot of is this real talking to police uh, all all my family being reunited at the park to discuss this and um to find out what's next what's the next steps what do we do how do we handle this what happened um do we have to go back to the house and we did go back to the house uh, that night um so much more to the story um This is not even scratching the surface of this day. Um, And so I'll be back to tell more um, in the next part of this series. Uh, But thank you for listening. Until next time.